The monkey started it. There's no denying that. The monkey started the whole thing. The exact reasons for why have been lost to history, but you can trace a series of events all the way back to that daggum monkey. You're listening to Celery City Stories, the podcast for curious people that explores the incredible history of Sanford and Seminole County, Florida, they didn't teach in school. I'm your host, Dan Ping. Welcome to another Celery City Story. One of the things that makes Sanford unique, particularly among cities its size, is that Sanford, for 97 years, has had its own zoo. Sanford has uh, today a population of about 65,000, but for most of its history, Sanford has had a population of less than 20,000. So how did a small town like Sanford get its own zoo? Let me tell you. It was 1923. A traveling carnival had stopped in Sanford for a week's worth of shows. Turns out, Sanford was the end of the line for that carnival. While in town, the promoter ran out of money, leaving the employees stranded. Sanford residents took in some of the employees and helped them find work around town so they could hustle up enough money to get back home. Cy Smith was one of those residents. He was the custodian down at the Sanford Elks Lodge, and as such, he had free room and board at the lodge. Cy shared his room with one of the carnival workers, and when it came time for the worker to return home, he gave Cy a gift, a rhesus monkey. Why? Maybe Cy really liked the monkey. Maybe the man couldn't take the monkey back home. Like I said, those details have evaporated over time. Cy became a minor celebrity in town because the monkey was popular. And down at the Elks Lodge, the members got a big kick out of the monkey. At least for a while, the Elks membership roster included Sanford Mayor Forrest Lee. Back in 1923, he was at the apex of his influence, but four years later, he would be convicted of bank fraud and sent to prison. So clearly, the Elks brothers didn't need the help of a monkey to stir up funny business. Besides, some of the female guests at the men's only club found the monkey's quote-unquote tricks to be rather rude and distasteful. At the risk of losing his job, Cy decided the best place for the monkey to live was at the fire station on Palmetto Avenue. Now, why Cy thought it was a good idea for the monkey to live at the fire station? Well, that explanation has been long forgotten. So, too, are the reasons why Fire Chief Mac Cleveland Sr. allowed it to happen. He didn't realize it at the time, but his firehouse was about to become a zoo. Literally. Soon after the monkey showed up, Deputy J.M. Vickery donated a bulldog, which the monkey soon began to ride bareback. <laughs> the real monkey business began, however, when firefighter J.C. Chambly found a female rhesus to pair up with the lonely male monkey. It was the city's ice man, John Woods, who really kicked things into high gear. Woods regularly dropped off animals at the fire station that he found while delivering ice. First a raccoon, then a possum, some gray squirrels, a fox, a porcupine, a skunk, and of course, an alligator. On Sunday afternoons, 
Crowds of Sanford residents would gather at the fire station to feed and pet this Monotly Menagerie. In 1887, 10 years after the city of Sanford was incorporated, most of the original downtown was destroyed in the big fire. In the 1920s, city leaders would have been keenly aware of this devastation. So in 1925, the city commission decided the firemen needed to spend their time fighting and preventing fires, not tending to animals. They voted to remove the critters from the fire station. Sanford residents were angry with that decision, so they started a Facebook group in protest. <laughs> I'm kidding. There was no Facebook back in 1925. What really happened was the residents created an actual zoo. The Sanford Chamber of Commerce agreed to provide enclosures for the animals. Police Chief Roy G. Williams volunteered the prisoners at the jail to clean out the cages, and local residents agreed to donate food. The animals were moved to a new site overlooking Lake Monroe, and it became a popular tourist destination. In the 1940s, the city further enhanced that destination by building a main feature at the zoo, Monkey Island. Instead of cages, the monkeys and their living structures were surrounded by a moat, and that moat was surrounded by a three-foot wall. The zoo and Monkey Island stayed at that location until July 4, 1975, when the zoo and 39 animals were moved to its current location west of town on Lake Monroe near Interstate 4. You've probably heard of the man who led the charge to build Sanford's current zoo. Before he turned the Columbus Zoo into one of the world's best-known zoos through his appearances on the Johnny Carson and David Letterman shows, Jack Hanna was the director of the Sanford Zoo. He led the fundraising efforts to buy the land and move the animals to the site we know today as the Central Florida Zoo and Botanical Gardens. If you never had a chance to visit the zoo before it moved in 1975, the old location is easy to find. You know it today as Sanford City Hall. In fact, the main feature of the old zoo, Monkey Island, it sits just about where the city commission chambers are located today. Feel free to make your own joke about that fact. After all, the monkey started it. Anyway, they didn't teach that story in school, now did they? Locals that grew up here in Sanford going to the old zoo have all sorts of great stories, mostly involving Monkey Island. One of my favorite stories was told to me by a friend of mine, Tommy Griffin. Tommy unfortunately passed away about a year ago, and he told me a story involving his brother Terry Griffin and a man named Johnny Allred. Some of y'all may remember Johnny Allred. Johnny grew up here in Sanford, graduated from Seminole High School, went on to get an engineering degree from Clemson, and Johnny worked for Exxon for all of his career, actually. Johnny became one of the top executives at Exxon. And Johnny shared the story that he had accomplished a lot in his career. He had made all sorts of business deals, was an executive at one of the uh, Fortune 5 companies, uh, had met all kinds of great people. But whenever Johnny would come back to Sanford, nobody ever wanted to talk about all of those accomplishments. All they wanted to talk about was the time that Johnny let the monkeys out of Monkey Island. 
Occasionally, from time to time, mischievous teenage boys would lay a plank across that moat and the monkeys would get out. And Johnny did that a time or two, I guess. And he became quite a legend in Sanford. I guess it just goes to show that some of the silly things you do in high school will stay on your permanent record. (laughs) At least for your friends and family. If you have a story about the old Sanford Zoo, I'd love to hear it. You can reach out to me by email, dan at celerycitystories.com. Reach me on Facebook, or there's that little blue icon in the bottom right-hand corner of my webpage. You can click that, follow the instructions, and you can actually leave me a voicemail. I'd love to hear your Sanford Zoo stories. You guys continue to amaze me with the support that you're showing. I'd like to give a listener shout-out to Virginia in Tennessee. That sounds like a little bit of a joke, Virginia in Tennessee. Is there a Tennessee in Virginia? Anyway, I digress. But she left a very nice review on my website. Thank you for doing that. I also want to correct a mistake I made in last week's episode about Forest Lake. I said that Forest Lake served two terms in the Florida House. That is incorrect. He actually served four terms. He was elected to the Florida House in 1910, 1912, 1914, and then again in 1922. I apologize for that mistake. And if you happen to hear a mistake in one of my episodes, please reach out and let me know. You can reach me at my email, dan at celerycitystories.com. Also, if you have a story idea, I would love to hear from you. Hey, thanks again for listening to Celery City Stories. I'll be back next Thursday with another Celery City story. Have a great week.